Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Our heroes are in full vacation mode at the Gallywick's Pleasure Palace. When we last heard from Butch, Ari, and Falkus, they were partying the night away at the Goblin Resort and making full use of all of the resort's accommodations. What awaits the party the following day? What surprises are still in store for the party? Find out now as we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons. Let's start with Butch. Butch, you roll roll me a constitution saving throw, please, Butch. Constitution saving throw? That's right. It's first thing in the morning. You've been drinking all night. You fell asleep floating in a pool. I'm curious to know what a constitution saving throw would look like from you this morning. I mean, (laughs) do I... (laughs) Get disadvantage on that or not? Um, no, I okay. wouldn't say so. Okay, so a constitution saving threat, saving throw. You know, I'm, you know, I, I imagine I wake up, oh, my my mouth is got some cement going on, and uh, and and then I roll a nineteen. Okay. So you wake up. You are still floating in the pool. I'm you still have in the pool. you have one head one head. You your head is being held up by one of those goofy-looking goblin inflatable horsies. And so is your right ankle. And <laughs> all of the rest of you is like splayed out <laughs> nose to the sky, like mouth wide open, snoring. And you come to, and you're like, <clears throat> and you look around, and it's, um, it's like late morning, you know, like you slept way past your your wake up call. Uh, there's not any sunbathers out at the moment. There's only a couple of like, there's a few hobgoblins standing around still doing the guarding thing. Uh, they have like a rotation, and there's always some out there. Uh, and there's a few staff members from the Pleasure Palace that are picking up trash and otherwise doing like maintenance stuff. But outside of that, there's not anybody around th- at the moment. <sighs> well, first of all, Casey, it sound- you just described how I woke up from my nap today, but uh, except without the pool. But all right, and th- now back to Butch. Oh, 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 that sun sure is broader today than it was yesterday. I just uh, splash and I just kind of like roll over into the water. I mean, I'm partially dry on my belly anyway, Mm -hmm. 
and yep. my belly's like really hot but you know my fur you know protects me from sunburn thank goodness but um just suddenly like my uh belly is like super super cold because of the contrast of the hot and i go <laughs> and uh I'm not fully, fully, fully awake, but I'm well more alert than I was uh, a few seconds ago. Perfect. You are splashing around in the pool, waking yourself up, otherwise feeling okay, but like feeling like you, you know, were sleeping it off, sleeping off a party. Uh, While all that is happening, um, Ari, I need you to make me a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. So uh, after a night of shenanigans, I managed to roll a 12 constitution. You wake up. You are in a room in the in hotel, Mm -hmm. you know, space. Um, There is a pineapple pattern on the wallpaper. There is a zebra print pillowcase on the pillow. Zephyra print, excuse me. Pillowcase. Get it right. Yep. Yep, on the on the pillow that you're sleeping on, you're sleeping, um, like the 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 blankets and the sheets and everything are like all kinds of kicked around left and right, and you're not sleeping straight on the bed. You're sleeping like sideways on it almost, like you're you know turned the wrong way on the bed. Okay. Um, you are dressed in your undies. There, you. You take a brief look around. Your head is basically clear. You're like, okay, I, I survived a party. I feel, I feel all right. Um, you look around and you don't see any of your clothing, but you do see one of those complimentary, um, like hotel robes, uh, hanging on the door. It's fresh. It's clean. Smells nice. Uh, and you find, um what is very obviously a very fresh, like brand new painting in your room of yourself. (laughs) It is tasteful. It is tastefully nude. Your character is astride a horse and leading a charge into battle. It's, it's a quality piece. It's a quality piece. You have no recollection of how it came to be and you have no idea why you can't find your outfit but you are able to dress yourself in one of those robes all right so i'm gonna look over first thing i'm gonna see is these darn pineapples and i'm just gonna roll Mm -hmm. my eyes because i'm getting sick of the pineapples everywhere i don't know why they bug me so much but there's something about these pineapples i don't trust i don't love I, I am not for the, the pineapples. pineapples. I don't <laughs> trust the pineapples at all. Too many pineapples. Um, and then eventually my head makes its way to the painting. I kind of like cock it a little bit and look and hmm. Like this is this is something that you show people and they are going to be like, yes, whatever you want, I will do. It's a good now likeness. Let, now let me ask you about this painting. Uh, mm-hmm. Does Do the curtains match the drapes? Uh, it's a little more tasteful than that. But yes, they do. It's it's <laughs> it's positioned. The 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 point of view 
of the image does not reveal the answer to that question. Right. Okay. Like it's such a powerful pain. Like I'm just gonna stare at this for a second and just love myself because it is like epic. Whoever did this, like, thank you. But I will never be able to thank them because obviously I don't remember. Um, what I do remember though is while we're at the Pleasure Palace, I kind of tried to keep a hold of myself because my friend Butch had not done anything like this before. So I'm going to see the robe, wonder what the heck happened to my clothes, and try and figure out if I can find Butch. Because I know, like, Falcus, you're going to be fine, bud. We've, like, done worse. We've been through worse. You have this, 100%. But this sweet old panda over here who blushes at everything, I don't know if he survived the Pleasure Palace. So I'm going to get my robe on and see if I can meander my way over to uh, wherever Butch is. Okay. While that is happening... Falcus, would you be able to give me a constitution saving throw, please? You got it. I rolled a 14. one so bad. Oh. <laughs> okay, a 14. You also wake up. You, Your head feels like it's on straight, so you're like, okay, I got that going for me so far. You are in a room in the inn. There is a pineapple pattern on the wallpaper. There is a zebra print pillowcase on the pillows. You are in your undies. There is a robe hanging on the door. And in order to get to it, you are going to very carefully need to walk your way through a room that has um, many sleeping goblins in it in various states of undress. (laughs) (laughs) This room smells like alcohol and people. (laughs) Everyone's still asleep. There's a lot of snoring happening. Uh, You, uh, this is the experience that you find yourself in. Alrighty. Alright, um, I'm going to very carefully step over the goblins, uh, head to the robe, and, um, I mean, I'm looking around, is, uh, are my clothes anywhere in the room, or no? You don't see them. Alright. I want to know what Falkus' undies, uh, look like. Me too. They're, um, little dragonhawk prints. Dragonhawk? Little dragonhawk print. Okay. Um, and night sabers. Let's, let's go with that. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I'm going to grab the robe. I'm going to carefully step over all the goblins and uh, head out. Um, kind of scratch myself in places and stretching and um, not caring too much uh, how tightly that robe is uh, tied. And uh, walk my way out, try to find myself some breakfast. So, Falkus and Ari both exit their rooms at similar times. You would, like, run into each other in the hallway. Uh, you both each notice about the other that, oh, you are you got the robe on, and okay. We, oh, cool. Like, you have that minute of, that moment of interaction. Uh, Ari, uh, remember anything else from last night? The last thing I remember is you flirting with some goblins and Butcha taking over the pool, just floating around, happy as could be. Uh, otherwise, there are some, some missing pieces, especially in my room, that I would like to have back. 
but I'm not sure that's going to happen. I'll just kind of eye up and down and like, let me guess, clothes? Yeah, no idea. You too? I mean, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm literally just, I don't even, I don't even think I, at this point, I have the robe tied anymore. I'm just in my undies. I don't care. Cute boxers. Don't care. Thank you. Um, yeah, and I just kind of go, just the hand motion of, me too. <laughs> huh. <laughs> huh. All right. Let's, well, uh, let's go find, uh, Butch and clothes and coffee and breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Preferably All not pineapples. Bad. God, these freaking pineapples everywhere. You walk down the stairs toward, you know, the, the main floor, the ground floor of the inn. And there's a lot of food out. There's, <sighs> you know, chafing dishes of eggs and bacons and sausages and all the various different breakfast foods. They've got waffles that are like, they're like Mickey waffles, but they're goblin heads, you know, because <laughs> um, they have like a goblin shaped waffle press. There's... A pot, of, a pot of regular strength coffee and a pot of decaf coffee. Uh, good to go. There's tea. There's juices. There's all the various breakfast amenities are there. Um, there are several members of the Goblin wait staff that are making sure the food stays warm and they're changing out dishes as they start to get emptied and, and things like that. Cool. I'm uh, going to pour myself a coffee. Uh, I'm going to reach into... Well, actually, no, I don't have it anyway. I was going to look for my uh, a little flask to top off. and I, I'll, go to, I'll go to one of the goblins. I'm like, uh, can you... And shake the glass. It's like, can you get a little, little, little spike in there? What would you like this morning? Just a little spike of something in this coffee. Just a... A little of the, uh, little of the hair of the dog that bitch is it? All righty. Yeah. I'll be right back with that. <laughs> and then they go and they, they, they set you up. All right, and then I'll go fix a plate of uh, some eggs and toast. You know, typical hangover fare, just to kind of settle the stomach a bit. At this point, there's enough, there's enough food out, and there's enough like moving about that Butch, you would realize that oh, okay, all this is going on in in the inn, like right on the other side of the lawn. You would be aware that this is all going down. Well, howdy, neighbors. Oh, and I put myself on onto the uh, onto the side of the pool and like wedge my foot over the side and roll onto the grass. Um, I don't even know if there's a ladder or if I would have fit on it in the first place. Um, and uh, I just kind of roll onto my back and roll onto my tummy and slowly get up. And how the hell are you? Oh, is that? Breakfast? Oh, head over there and push Falcus aside a little bit. Not not too roughly, but I just grab a mouthful of sausages, and then and then I go. <laughs> you know, I heard these goblins got that kaji cola. I want to try some of that. Kaji cola. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, they would. That yeah, they would have that on on in a cooler somewhere probably or like tucked away someplace okay so they bring you out a kaja cola oh mm, I was swallowing the first you know gulp of sausages oh thank you so much I sure did want something cold drink when sitting all out in the sun like that no one you, no one thought about waking me up and putting me on something soft 
Uh, I am going to be grabbing some food while while he's talking, uh, some bacon and sausage, because I just want meat right now, and a cup of tea, and I just kind of turn to look at him and, like, but we don't remember anything. I remember you lounging on the pool, I remember Falcus fortin with some goblins, and all of a sudden I wake up with no clothes in my room. Like, do you have any ideas? No clothes. Well, yeah. Where'd your clothes go? I don't know. I can't find them. Why'd you take your clothes off? I don't remember taking my clothes off, but, uh... Thanks to the painting in my room, I obviously did at some points. Excuse me, someone painted your room? Painting? No, someone painted a painting of me that is in my room right now. And uh, oh, oh, I gotta see this. I bet that's I'm gonna, cute. I'm gonna put the plate down and, and head back upstairs <laughs> and, like, and, and throw open the door and go, Wow. Hmm. See, they, uh, they uh, captured that birthmark uh, perfectly. <laughs> I, uh, I I trudge up a lot s- slower after Fulcus and uh, hey let, let let's see how that oh 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 never mind never mind never mind uh, listen I didn't go in there at all it's okay everything's fine everything's fine everything no, um uh so you know I didn't actually see that painting did you uh any can I have some eggs I'm gonna have some eggs maybe I'll put some syrup on some eggs and um um. I'll just, uh, thanks for that Kaji Cola. I'm just gonna have that over here. And, um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go over here. Just, uh, I'm just gonna eat my breakfast now. Bye. <laughs> I'm just standing there eating bacon, watching this go down, shaking my head, drinking my tea. Just, boys. Boys. All of that occurs. And as you sip the Kaji Cola, it occurs to you that you should invent a freeze-dried lawnmower. <laughs> you know, I was, uh, I was, I was so, uh, I, I was so, you know, taken aback for a minute, but it just occurred to me. You, you know, we could, we, you, all this adventure aside, and you know, we've already saved Azeroth with our save the world, so we've already done that. Now, why don't we just make some money? I bet we can make some money. You know what this world needs? I bet uh, I, uh, a freeze dried motorcycle. No, a water cooler. A freeze dried lawnmower. A lot. Yeah. What the hell am I making? You actually did say it at one point. And then as you are rambling on this, you realize that's ridiculous as the effects of the Kaja Cola sort of start to mellow out. <laughs> Holy! What? Um, did you, y'all got, y'all got more of these? Yeah. They'll pull them out for you. It, 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 you realize that the tagline of Kaja Cola is, it gives you ideas. And it's written right there on the can. <laughs> it gives you uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to to, to, to the one Kaji Cola, um, but I, I did ingest lots of eggs because um, that that does settle my uh, my my big not sunburn stomach. But uh, I do wish I was a lot drier than I, than I am. Yeah, you're dripping wet. You're just like slapping around the this establishment. Just. I've got feet. like a huge wet spot on the side of my body where uh, Butch pushed me out of the way of the doorway. Yep. 
I bet y'all aren't used to furry people over here getting all wet on everything. <laughs> uh, there are several goblins like rapidly with towels, like trying to keep the seats dry <laughs> as you move through the room. Yeah. And I uh, met a Torin once uh, who got wet. He was wet for a week. Well, I better. I, I bet I can do better than that. Get these. Uh, get these goblins. Maybe and give me a scrub. Never, never mind. I didn't say that. I don't <laughs> want any more ideas. That's enough. <laughs> um, I'm gonna start um, uh, heading like to the concierge desk or the front desk to figure out where uh, my clothes ended up. Okay. Bye. Yeah, you approach. It's um. There's a female goblin standing behind there wearing like a button up um, like dress shirt with like, you know, the, like the little tie and everything and just doing paperwork and like, you know, moving the phone and doing stuff. Uh, excuse me, miss. Um, I seem to have misplaced my clothes. Uh, would you happen to know where uh, what room was I in? I'll remember 12. Uh, I, room 12 is the room I was staying, staying in, or at least the room I woke up in. <laughs> oh, yes, the RE party. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, so you're, um, you're dry cleaning. It'll be ready soon. Uh, you will go ahead and enjoy your breakfast, and if you'd like to get cleaned up afterwards, there's the spa is still available. You can get yourself cleaned up, and I think at that point, uh, your, your dry cleaning should probably be finished. We're going to put it in your room as soon as it's ready. Okay, Duke. Um, I'm going to head over to the spa and get my nails done. Okay. Yeah, you do that. They have, like, it's, there's, there's like a steam room and a bath, but there's also people doing Manny Petties. Yeah, you can totally do all that. Perfect. Oh, whack at breakfast. Uh, Ari, I sure am I sure am glad you told us to come. I, I had a great time last night. I had a real nice time. Oh, I mean, of course. The Pleasure Plaza's Palace has everything you need, and a panda like you who's only been been in Pandaria needs to experience all of Azeroth's greatest things. Well, thanks, thanks for the for, for this, and I appreciate it being your treat. And you, you know what? Next time we go out drinking, I'll uh, buy you around. Oh, don't you worry, sugar. I'll get you back, or you'll get me back. Um, I've kind of finished eating my breakfast, and I noticed that Falkus has kind of walked off, um, and that I'm still very much not clothed. So I am gonna hail a waiter because I assume they're walking around. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to hail a waiter. Um, I have two questions. One, how yeah, what can, can I, I find- do for you, Toots? <laughs> how can I find out who, if anyone, was in my room last night and what happened to my clothes? Uh, well, your clothes are probably over at the dry cleaners. They usually take care of that for the guests. Uh, should be, I, I would think you'd be done soon if it's uh, not already on its way back. Perfect. Uh, as to who you had in your room last night, I'm sorry, <laughs> sweetie, but uh, we don't um, we don't ask questions. Okay, we're the we're the pleasure palace. We're not oh. here to interrogate everybody. You don't do any peeping at all. No ideas. I understand what you're getting at, sweetheart, but you're not my type. And he <laughs> wanders away. <laughs> Ouch! That is a first. Well, not quite, but close. 
So I'm going to head up to my room to see if the dry cleaning has made its way back up there yet. So what surprises you is that, I mean, it's, the hotel's not massive, but it's also not small. Um, You are pretty sure that you would have seen somebody pass you and go up the stairs to the rooms. Okay. So you're thinking, all right, well, I mean, unless they came in through the windows or something, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of difference. You find your outfit, which is fresh, freshly cleaned and pressed. um, If your outfit would be pressed, I actually don't recall. You said in the first episode that you wear a skirt, but then you sort of stopped describing your outfit. So I was just figured you were wearing a skirt. Um, I don't know how that works in combat, but okay, that's fine. Um, but you never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah, it has pockets. Yeah, she was fine. kicking kicking button skirts all Buffy, the time. Right? Yeah, people wear skirts in combat, but I mean, Ari's description of her outfit included the word skirt and very little other descriptors. So I didn't. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what she's wearing. It's it's you find it all hanging neatly on hangers. Which you're surprised to find, because no one went up there that you saw. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so, I go ahead, and I have a black skirt with pockets that goes to about my knees. And then, uh, I believe I tastefully have declared that sometimes less is more. So, a top that just kind of covers the necessities. But definitely, there's some belly showing and, you know, shoulders and arms. And, you know, covers my birthmark that Falk has so wonderfully pointed out before. Um, okay, yeah. that paints a that paints a much different picture from. Again, like I say, I'm pretty sure in the first episode you described yourself as wearing a skirt and also less is more, and that was <laughs> where you finished the description. So there okay, great. That's um, description. All of that is present, and Perfect. it it's it's been laundered well, Good. which is a little bit of a surprise considering Goblin Society. They're very, you know motor oily I don't think that was a very nice thing to say at all Uh, they like their oil and their gadgets and trinkets after I get dressed and take one final peek at this painting that I just am in love with um, I'm going to head back down to see if Butch and Falkus are are around are they? Um, I'll probably be coming back from the spa area um, heading back up to my room to find my clothes yeah, you would find everything up there. Okay. Then, uh, yeah, I'll pass Ari on the on the stairs and says, yeah, I'm go, go see if my clothes are upstairs. I, I imagine if uh, he's already had his Manny and Petty, then I'm probably pretty much dry. And it's taken me a, a little while, but I, I'm done eating now, too. Re- ready to <laughs> figure out what's going on for the rest of the day. Yeah, so I'm gonna- Absolutely come down and see Butch like licking his fingers or his plate just wrapping up his meal <laughs> oh my god the big the big bear tongue like mm-hmm. I love it okay um, as you guys are wrapped up with the recovery from the night before one of you has beautiful nails uh, and the other are dry and everyone's dressed and everything's set to go um, a goblin waitress approaches with a tray with um, like 
a little like bowl of fruit and these sorts of things like the sort of like you know last minute like oh don't don't forget to have you know whatever else with breakfast type of thing and sets it down in front of you and um it's like a tray and then there's a bowl of like you know little little this and that's um like mints and stuff like that and underneath the bowl is a slip of paper with some figures on it and no one expected that at all (laughs) all right i'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my dagger and, and, and just slip it underneath the the piece of paper and just pry up the edge just a little bit. <laughs> what the number is, you know, because the whole thing is if you touch it, it's 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 yours. You got to pay it, right? So that is true. So what are, what are we looking at on damages here, buddy? Ah, uh, well, thanks so much, Ari. <laughs> I will share the invoice with the players. Um, But then for the audience, I will read it out loud. It reads, Invoice number 9950660, billed to Butch Kindspear, Ari, family name not given, and Fulcus, family name not given, billed by the Trade Prince Jaster Gallywick's Pleasure Palace of Ashara Kalimdor, all totals expressed in gold pieces. And then it goes into the, the group of you owe... 600 gold pieces for the rooms, 300 gold pieces for the drink service, 75 gold pieces for the portrait, 150 gold pieces for the grenade golf, 140 gold pieces for all of the grenade golf balls that you went through, um, and 600 gold pieces for the gambling chips, although you did return 480 gold pieces worth of gambling chips to the facility so that was discounted that was deducted from your bill um and they are including a 900 gold piece gratuity (laughs) which comes to 2285 gold pieces please pay invoice immediately late payments will be painful thank you for your patronage come again again i sure want to thank you ari (laughs) hold up a second now huh that is not quite how I remember it last time I was here. Um, Out of curiosity, just for the for the sake of the audience, what what kind of gold are we carrying as a party? How do I find that out? Oh, on either D and D Beyond or on Roll Twenty, there should be a listing for your gold. Um, in D and D Beyond, it would be in the equipment section at the top of the like just above the search bar. And on roll 20, it would be someplace that I would find. Oh, Falcus has a grand total of 2020, as in one one hundredth of the total. <laughs> I have a, a 15. I have 14 because I tipped the waitress last night one gold piece. Okay. Um, what, what's the table look like as you are presented with the bill for your stay? Um, is everyone looking at each other like, what are we going to do? Or are we trying to be like, oh yeah, totally. We'll, we'll get you in a minute. Like how, how's the, how's the response to this figure? I am absolutely sticking with the story (laughs) that Ari is in and I'm thrilled to death. Uh, um, I don't see a problem here. Everything is fine. <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, uh, you know, the the whole thing. It's like, no, no, take your time, take your time. And so that's that's kind of what, um, you know, it's that fine line of you take too much time and then they start to get a little 
wary. Um, I'm gonna lean over to Ariana and say, uh, do you, uh, want a distraction or, um, uh, something? Well, um, last time I was here, I'm, last time I was here, I kind of entertained a little, and I think that's why I don't remember the bill being this high. I don't know what position we're in for bartering, but I mean... Oh my god. Um, I mean, we can try or we can bolt. Those are our options, I think, because I... Okay. Um, I, uh, I have an idea. Okay, let's hear and it. And if it doesn't work, we run. Um, All right. I'm going to fake choking on a piece of fruit or candy that's here in the bowl, and I'm going to basically feign death um, and, uh, during the, you know, but I'm going to do it very dramatically, uh, and, um, perform it in a way that everybody's going to be watching me. So Ari and Butch, you need to run, <laughs> um, or actually don't run yet. Um, okay. let's see if we can knock this bill down a bit. Well, claim that they tried to kill me and this is unacceptable and we'll never come back again. How's that? All right, let's let's, let's, let's start with that. There. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What are, what are we doing and why? Well, um, Butch, um, we partied I a little too Ari hardy. Had this. Last time Ari was here, she was for free. What? What? what you mean you can't, you're not paying for it? You can't. What? What? Do you, what? Do you, what? We're, we're gonna we're gonna try and save Which, some why some gold. Why don't, why don't you um head outside and um tell them you're gonna go warm up the car? I don't know. Warm up the car. Well, <clears throat> you're gonna secure all right, a all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's a good so, good point. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave first, okay? But I'm gonna make a big kind of like spiel about it. Like, all right. <clears throat> well, I'm just gonna leave that here to y'all, and uh, thank you so much, Ari. I appreciate it. And all y'all goblins sure know how to party. That is some of the best. Man, I'll be talking about that for a long time. But since I've had my kaja cola, and since I've had all those eggs, it is time for my morning constitution, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, um... And as everyone knows, a bear poops in the woods. So I, I don't need to go inside at all. I'm just going to walk down here and just take this path. Anyway, um, listen, I'll see you two lovely people downstairs. Give me a little time. I'm going to have to find some leaves. And, uh, you know, and I just I, I start slowly and uh, joyfully um, walking towards you know, a poop hole. In, that exists somewhere in my mind down the hill. Okay. Um, you might be able to do all of that. I will need you to roll me a deception check to try to, you know, skip out on your bill. Am I, am I deceiving having to poop? Or deceiving... <laughs> You're you, having you to made, skip out on the bill. Yeah, you you made up like this, oh, well, I'm gonna uh, excuse myself to a place where you won't be able to chase me down. Like, you're... It's clear to me that you're trying to BS a hotel. So... <laughs> Four. Okay. 
Um, you start to make this speech about how you have to go down to the woods so that you can make your business. And one of the mooks that stand in guard points to uh, an outhouse that's outside of the inn and goes, Toilet. <laughs> Oh, well, I see y'all don't totally understand the, how how parent Darren's like to do their business. And, uh, you know, I, I I suppose I would appreciate a little bit more, uh, you know. Uh, it- actually, give me one second, because it occurred to me that I should have actually rolled uh, a contest to find out if he. OK, yeah, that happened. Never mind. Yeah, you really did. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, it's, it should be equal society here. Y'all do what y'all want to do, and I do things how I need to do them. I don't even know if I could fit into that little box. Um, as Butch is, I guess, heading if if Butch is heading towards the the box uh, to kind of get the attention off of Butch and Ari, that's when I'm going to, uh, um dramatically pop a piece of fruit into my mouth and then start to pretend to be choking and flaying flailing all over the place and and throwing stuff and and kind of making a very dramatic show of of choking and throwing stuff needing help and ready to fall over okay um and you're you're the point here is that you want them to actually believe that you're choking? Yes. Okay. Roll me a deception check. <laughs> I'm not getting out of here alive. I rolled a six. Um, yeah, so you start, you know, making this big scene and you're grabbing at your throat and you're making all the you're making all the right motions, and a mook just walks up behind you and Bap, just right on your back, like in a cough it up, you'll be fine motion. And because you're so focused on the performance and not on the actual reality that you're about to be hit by, you know, one of these creatures, it actually does like pop out of your mouth because you weren't focused on like, well, I have to keep it from flying out because he's going to hit me. Like you weren't thinking about that. You were distracted by the performance. Can I um, utilize the gigantic slap on my back to throw myself in some direction against something and claim battery <laughs> yeah that's fine alright should it be another uh, deception or performance what do you want well you yeah you rolled a deception check you're using he hit you in the back and you're like ah and you're gonna fly into like a, a, a tray tail or, or like a yeah, some, something that's like going a, that, that I can start to be like ah my leg! Ah! Ah! I don't know. Um, yeah, that would be another deception check then. Better. Uh, I rolled a 17. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. So this is the first time that you've actually beaten the mooks in a, uh, in a lie. Um, they're not the wisest of creatures, but so far you've just been that bad at lying. Uh, for this one, he believes completely that you are strong enough or that he is strong enough to have slapped you in the back and accidentally sent you flying across the room and you like crash into uh, a serving table that has like eggs and 
you know, sausages and stuff on it. So now you're on the ground and you're covered in foods. And I mean, I'm gonna if it's if it's sausages and eggs, I'm gonna assume it's ah, it burns, it burns. Oh my god, ah, I can't believe this place. This place is gonna hurt me. I'm never coming back again. I can't believe you guys did this. I'm telling all my friends never to come here again. And and I'm gonna tell the the uh, the board of Ogremar to to revoke this license because this place is a death trap. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Uh, so. You're shouting all this stuff about litigation and, <laughs> you know, all these like sort of trigger words that would really make a goblin pay attention. And uh, a goblin wearing like a full blown tuxedo with a top hat comes walking over and he sees you making all this ruckus and he sees the mook standing there having like thrown you across the room accidentally. And then he goes, yeah, hey, uh, what um, what's going on in here, Mook? I I was I, I, I was asking the Mook. You're over there lying in sausages. I don't know if I want to. <coughs> you what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, Uh, the <laughs> that wasn't intended to be as funny as it was. Um, he turns to the mook and he says, "What's this guy's problem? Did you, you, you wh- how, why'd you hit him, mook?" And the mook turns and says, "Choking." He goes, "Choking? What? What are you choking about? Sausage?" <laughs> hey. Hey, sausages, what are you choking over? Nothing. I was simply coughing, and this moot came over and just blindsided me and threw me across the room. I, I am I am indignant about this. This is, this is absolutely horrible treatment of, of a of a paying customer. I swear, this is this is unacceptable, and our entire stay should be comped at this point. This is this is ridiculous. I shouldn't this shouldn't even be happening. <laughs> comped. <laughs> That's good. You're you're uh, you're a pretty funny kid, there, sausages. Um, and he, t- he he turns to the mook and he says, "He said paying customer." And the mook turns and looks and goes, he like sort of gestures at the room, at the table, at where the bill is, and like at you and all this, and says, "Paying? No gold. Pay where?" And then the the goblin turns and says. Listen, uh, I feel for your pain. I really do. Um, but it uh, seems to me that what you've done here is make a mess of the joint. So you're right. You're a paying customer. <laughs> so uh, why don't we just make sure that everything gets settled uh, to everybody's satisfaction and then uh, there won't be any uh, cause for concern. Okay. You're doing a great job down there, sausages. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have had you in my facility. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at Ari going, I, I've done all I can. I, I don't know at this point. So at this point, I have seen Butch try to go poop in the woods and fail. And I have seen <laughs> Falcus be probably embarrassed way beyond he ever thought was imagined. So like he's a little, a little sad. So I stand up and I 
demand to speak to who's in charge right now. You are speaking to who's in charge right now. And who are you? Who... Wait, weren't you the one that was talking all and all about how you've been here before? You're the one who's supposed before. to be the expert. Well, I have been I'm here before, but I don't recognize you. Who are you? Mm. I'm Trade Prince Denias, and Perfect. I'm a lot more rich than you are. So I think maybe I you ought to watch your tone. The last time I was here, sir, I entertained you guys for hours. So excuse me, I do not see how this treatment is fair. Why not? First of all, you deny my your friend, friend going. Was- your friend was choking. Not that friend. He's he's on the floor. He's fine. To go poop in his natural habitat. And now, clearly being brutalized by your mook over here, you have zero sympathy. I don't understand. Me. So, okay. Um, I'm trying to intimidate him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you have to give me a, I want to speak to your manager role. Um, yeah, that would be it then, I guess. Uh, give me an intimidation role. You're trying to like... I roll an okay. 11. So, what would he... Actually, I don't have a uh, have a sheet for this character. So, I'm going to say that that was a... Okay. An 11. Okay. Um, for an 11, he's not going to completely disregard you. But he's also going to not, like, just drop to his knees and say, oh, I'm so sorry. What he's instead going to do is say, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe there's been a small misunderstanding. And for that, the Pleasure Palace apologizes. Thank you. Um, what uh, would you... Would you sausages? I need you to stand up, buddy. You're embarrassing everybody. <laughs> I'm going to. I'll tell you what. Your bear friend. <laughs> your bear friend can go relieve himself in the woods if that is his choice. Thank you. He gives you like that little like concession head nod bow thing. <laughs> well. Well, thank you very much for respecting my culture and my dignity. I bid you adieu. I mar- mar- march away. Uh, slowly, but when I get out of sight, a lot quicker. Okay. I turn to Falcus um, and just kind of give him a look of like, I don't I don't know what we're going to do, but Butch is gone. Um, And I turn back to the goblin and if you will excuse me, sir, I need to make sure my friend is okay and kind of grab Falcus and pull him to the side away from the goblin for a second. Okay. Okay. What are we going to do? So let me just take a step, a player step back here. So what happened? You just convinced him that it was an... to let Butch go to the barbarian to the bathroom. (laughs) And then that was, that was, that was, that was was really it. That was all that, that really came of that. Okay. (laughs) I gotta pee. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the outcome I was expecting. No, me neither. 
I was hoping my dramatic act would uh, work, but uh, goblins are really stingy about their gold. It might have if you had rolled higher than a six. So let's get back to I pulled you aside and was like, what are we going to do? Yeah, I was just looking to see if there was anything that I had up my sleeve, up my, my character's class's sleeves, and it doesn't look like I do yet. So um, here's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm assuming at this point in time I've, I've been strategically positioning myself in Ari in a way to I'm going to throw my ball bearings, a handful of ball bearings, and yell, smoke bomb, and then run. <laughs> and then grab Ari's by the arm and, and run, and basically yell at Ari to, it's like, dark flight, now, go, run, turn, what you need to do, just just get as much speed as you can go. <laughs> so, to be clear, because I know what you're saying, but our audience may not have the archer uh, uh, expertise that I know that you do, when you yell smoke bomb, you're not actually dropping a smoke bomb. No, I'm dropping okay. ball bearings and it's a, it's, it's misdirection. It's classic misdirection. Classic misdirection. Okay, I just wanted the painting to be very clear. Um, oh, uh, is Someone that upstairs still? Someone else's painting still? is very clear. Is that upstairs still? Yes. Damn. Okay. Well, we really had no place to put it unless we were to cut it out and roll it up and put it in a pocket somewhere. Yeah, I just didn't know what you... That's fine. You throw uh, a handful of ball bearings and you turn and you book it. You are in a position now, because Ari pulled you aside, you are in a position now where you would have a clear line of shot you know, to the doorway. And what is going to happen next is the, uh, the mook that is in the... In like in the room with you with uh, Trade Prince Denias, who is the goblin who does actually run the Pleasure Palace. They are going to need to make uh, dex saves to avoid being uh, knocked prone by your ball bearings. Okay, so the mook does it, and I'm going to say, let me pull, let me pull a stat sheet out real quick. Dex saving throw from the goblin. Okay, so the mook is like standing still and a whole bunch of ball bearings come rolling past him and he's just sort of standing there looking down at the floor and then looking back up at you guys as you turn to run away. The goblin who is running the point, the running the running the joint, points his fingers at you and goes, Mooks! Uh, let me get the voice. Mooks, go get him! And then immediately takes a step and slips and falls on the ball bearings. Um, the mook standing next to him bends down to try to pick him up and you guys haul it out of the building. Um, you run past two mooks that are standing at the entrance to the, uh, to the inn. And actually, let me populate the map a little bit so maybe you can actually see what we're talking about here. Um, on my way past those guys, I'd like to yell, the trade pins, he fell down. Quickly, go help him. Okay. Uh, roll me a, roll me a deception check. I rolled a 13. Okay. And that's a wisdom con- con- that's, that's, uh... <laughs> Okay. Um they Okay, your your deception is not as effective as you would have liked it. Uh you yell all of this as you go running past. Butch is like way out there. Focus and Ari are 
focus on Ari. All right, here. Okay, cool. So you guys come running out of the building. You yell that. Are you ahead or or is Ari ahead? I think she pulled me, so she's ahead. Like she grabbed my arm. Okay. So you guys are looking like this as you're running out of the building toward Butch, who is like at the elevator waiting to go down. Um, you you yell that the trade prince fell down and that you got to go get him. And as soon as you go running past, they each are going to take an opportunity attack as you enter and then leave their line of um, like their their melee range. So an 11, which I don't think is going to hit anybody. Uh, that would have been against Falkus. And then Ari, as you run by, uh, an 8 incoming in. Okay, so you're just moving too fast. And they just come swinging in with their hands, their big flabby hands. And I'm going to... I was going to say, can I, can I throw out another little handful of ball bearings? Yeah, that would be your action on your turn. Absolutely. Uh, we're not like super duper in turn order, but we're kind of sort of doing turns so I'm I'm gonna withhold that because we're probably gonna want to dash right we're gonna want to I would think so double movement yeah so yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna waste my action on uh, on that okay when I hear Falkus say um, that the trade prince fell down and needs some help I you know for a moment go oh oh really it and start to take a few steps back towards the building and then I realize what's actually going on and I hit the, the the bell faster on the on the elevator to try to get it going okay the elevator has gotten to the top of the line and you can step into it um, Falkus and Ari are still like a turn or two away hauling it just really really ripping um, the two mooks that are outside of the building are running after you and as they run up um, they're no longer taking the the attack that they would have made would have been opportunity attacks, which are single strikes. Um, on their actual um, action, instead of dashing, they are... Oh, you used a dash this turn. Okay, so you would be further ahead of them than that. And they have... I think they have the same run speed as you guys do. Okay, so yeah, they are able to keep up, but they aren't able to attack because... You're too busy just sprinting. Um, are you just going to flat out sprint the whole way to the uh, to the elevator? Elevator, yeah. And is the elevator? Um, it's not manned by anybody, right? It's it's. No, it's electric. Okay. Hopefully they don't pull the power on it. Uh, if not, I've got a fifty foot rope. Anyway, yeah, we're. I'm. I'm just going to continue booking it to the. Yep. Okay. Um, because no one is able to do anything, quote unquote, do anything other than just run. And because they have the same movement speed as you, they are able to just barely keep up, but they're just far enough out of your out of range that they can't actually hit you. Um, everybody kind of gets to the elevator almost at the same time. Um, you and Ari get there and then a beat goes by and then the two hobgoblins are right behind you. At this point, if you just try to get into the elevator and descend, they will follow you, and we'll be having a Captain America uh, elevator combat. I think yes, that uh, we do well. We do we do pretty well on a um, moving vehicle combat. <laughs> that is true. That is um, very true. I, 
I will note that it does look like your grenade golf damage is still on your character sheets. Um, you would have rested last night, so you can re- you can heal that. If we just get to the elevator, would I be able to, like, if I'm on the elevator already, can I throw those ball bearings again and hope that they, I mean, they have to go through the ball bearings to get that last step to us on the elevator? I'm just thinking of ways in which to give us an advantage to keep them from getting on the elevator with us and to give us a chance for the elevator to start going down is what I want. Yeah. um, The the only thing... I mean, you could use the ball bearings for that. Unfortunately, it does cost you your action to to spill them on the ground, which means you wouldn't be able to keep up your full sprint, which means that the hobgoblins would catch up to you and then okay. potentially start fighting. So if you want to stop, you could... All right, so the way you could do that is you could stop and feign like you're about to start a fight and then instead just drop the ball bearings and start running again and hope that they fail their dexterity saving throws and slip and fall. Yeah, I'm going to let Ari get ahead, and I'm going to take that opportunity then. Um, just just enough to, to slow them down that extra, like, three, four, five seconds that we need to get that elevator running or starting to go down. Okay. If I need to, I will jump on the roof of the elevator and, and ride the elevator down. That's yeah, very cinematic. I hope it works. Uh, <laughs> you suddenly stop in your tracks and Ari is just keeps on running. You turn around and you've got your, um, let's say your sword in one hand and you're like, all right, let's go. And they come both running up to you. And as they approach, because you aren't sprinting, they wouldn't need to, um, they would not need to use their dash as a bonus action either or as an action to keep up with you. So they are going to both as soon as they get within range of you, start punching. Um, at that point, you will be able to drop the ball bearings, turn around and run again. Will a 21 hit you? Yes, a 21 will definitely connect. Okay. Uh, his big meaty fist comes in and punches you for 10 damage. Ouch. And you are like, wow, that's a lot harder than I expected to get punched by a creature of well, then again, the creatures of this size, like they're not, they don't play games. Um, the other mook is going to swing with a 13. That will miss. Okay. So now you can drop your, um, you can drop your ball bearings and turn and run again, or you can fight. Uh, no, I'm dropping the ball bearings and turning and run because if that second one would have connected, I was down. Okay. So you drop your ball bearings and you turn and run. And as you do, they try to chase you. And that mook makes his dexterity saving throw. And so does that one. Ouch. Okay. So you took damage and then went, well, this is bad. And then turn and ran again. Um, I'm going to use a bonus action and I'm going to uh, second win. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. Um, at this point, everyone would have gotten to the elevator, and the mooks are going to crowd in with you. The, D- the D10 and one was the... Oh, it was the second win roll? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get much health back. All right. Um, everybody gets into the elevator, including the two mooks, if that's what actually everyone is doing. Um, show me where the elevator is. 
I don't have it on the map anywhere. Um, I was just picturing this place okay. as the inn and this place as far away from the inn. Elevator's yeah. kind of like in the corner there. I, I mean, yeah, I know, I know in the real place, the um, in, in game, the behind the <laughs> elevator is the gigantic <laughs> platform well, that sticks out into nothing. Okay, well, so actually, real talk, there is not behind. an elevator. <laughs> there is in game, there is not an elevator. <laughs> so that's what I figured you you put an elevator on that side with the gigantic diving board the platform so we're all off to the, the elevator kind of this is kind of in the south of the pool I think I don't know anyway um, butch uh, we've got uh, unwelcome guests. Well, I'm trying to close this door here. Come on. Y'all get in. Y'all get in. And I guess the mooks get in with us in this little elevator. I'm going to fly in and hit the back of the elevator and basically hide behind Butch. (laughs) I I got this not punched out of me. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm big enough for it. So are are the doors closing now or doors still open? Yeah, they would be closing. But the mooks are on with us, aren't they? Yeah, they would. They're right behind you. There's not. There's not any. Like they're just like as you're running. Like they can't quite punch you, but that's about as far away as they are. So, all five of us are now in an elevator, and yeah. that's closed. Mm-hmm. Captain America I, style. I, I I don't know that reference. Um, Do you really not? When he fought all those guys in that elevator. You got the hydrogen. Is, is that the Winter Soldier movie? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I never saw that one. It's crazy. I know. Um I got Disney Plus, I can correct that quickly. But um So I guess we're all just on top of each other and these guys are mad. <clears throat> yeah, let me uh if you want to, I can build a battle map for it real quick, just so it's easier to look at. Well I was Maybe. Well, Maybe I can do that. Maybe I can't. Holy smokes. I mean, I guess we're all within melee range of each other. Um, yeah, basically. I guess the thing that I'm kind of yeah. waiting on is to roll initiative. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we'll be fine. Um, just theater of the mind it, and we're we're all standing right next to each other. Everybody can touch everybody else. And um, I think just, yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead and roll initiative. It seems our heroes may have bitten off more than they could chew, and they have incurred the wrath of a goblin-trained prince. Will our heroes escape the Pleasure Palace? What will happen if they do? Worse, what will happen if they don't? We'll find out next week when we queue up for more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.